Hello, welcome to the Plus Future podcast with me, James Nepal Singh. Join me as I coach artist Cindy Shaw. Cindy has appeared in Vanity Fair and several celebrities collect her work, including Emma Roberts, Lily Collins, Ashley Park, and John Malkovich. Our conversation will resonate with a lot of listeners, especially entrepreneurs. How does one get to the next level? I set out the usual coaching ground rules before the recording. Let's get right in. Cindy, welcome to the Plus Future podcast. Hi, James. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Excellent. So for the listeners at home who don't know what you do, can you just explain a bit about yourself, please? Sure. I am a New York City-based artist. I work in a multitude of different themes and storytelling through my art, um, mostly in oil painting. So I do five different collections, the My Heart collections, the plein air street paintings in New York City, the stepping out of like fabulous New York City girls just going about their days and you know, just grabbing that moment in time of them, like catching a cab, things like that, like quintessential New York. And I do the girl with balloons. And then I also do the impressionistic style. So that's a little bit about me. Love it. And I've heard some celebrities actually have your works as well. Yes. I was so fortunate to just post a painting of Emily in Paris, of Emily and Mindy sitting and having just, you know, talking about what's going on in their lives. And I thought, wow, that's such a great scene. I love that. And I just paused it. I took a picture and then went back in my studio and kind of recreated that whole scene. And I posted it on my Instagram and actually Ashley Park, actress Mindy, saw it. And because I tagged her and she's like, oh, my God, I love this. And we got to talking and she ended up acquiring the piece. So that's in her home now. And then uh, later on, she actually got back in touch with me to do a piece for Lily Collins for her wedding. So that was really exciting. I did a commission of her and her husband and their little dog in Paris. So that was really like a really beautiful experience. And then, um, yeah, so that's a little bit about the celebrity world. Excellent. Congratulations. It's so great to create beautiful work and have it appreciated all over the world. Yeah, I feel really lucky. And Instagram is like such a huge platform for that. So I really lucked out there. (laughs) So as you know, this is a coaching podcast. So what bump in the road can I help you out with today? Bump in the road, I would say, is just having like a clear vision of where I'd like to go next and just really don't be afraid to dream it and kind of like own it and what kind of like mantras, ideas, thoughts in my mind that can kind of get me there. Because I know that a lot of it has to do with like the law of attraction and thinking positively, but we all have like past things that have happened that kind of bring us down. And I talk about a lot about that in a bunch of different interviews about how we have to get in our own way. So just kind of moving my past out of the way and just letting my future self take hold kind of that would be the bump in the road for sure your bump is looking to the future and how to elevate yourself to the next level sure clearing out all the junk and the garbage that got in the way in the past and just looking for a mantra to go forwards absolutely absolutely you put it in the perfect words (laughs) tell me what's happening at the moment where are we now 
So right now I'm just, you know, creating my collections, doing my, my hearts, getting ready for Thanksgiving and the Black Friday sales that are going on and kind of putting that all together and photographing my work, which is like a huge part of it. That's like, I have so many pieces to have to photograph everything, inventory everything, you know, disperse them to galleries. That's like a huge part of what I do. And also maybe having to get like more hands involved, like computer work, you know, all of that. It's like a lot of details that definitely have like a huge impact in moving forward. So how do I just kind of like organize all of that and like put it all in in sections and making it not so scary and saying, okay, go day by day and, uh, you know, slot by slot, if that makes sense, like just taking little chunks. It's like painting, you know, when you're painting, you don't think, oh, how am I going to finish this whole painting? Like I have to do it quickly. No, you have to do it in step by step. So I think it's a lot of it has to do with steps and just taking a breath and knowing that everything is going to be okay. And you just have to go, go with each moment for sure. So at the moment, you're stuck in the minutia of doing lots of photographs, contacting galleries, doing lots of IT. What would you like to leave this conversation with that you didn't have at the start of this conversation? If you have to think about all the goals that you want to do and moving away all the junk, how do you want to move this forwards? It's a really good question. I would say getting organized, making lists, making a schedule. I mean, I have, I kind of have that, but it's kind of like when you're an artist, like if you see my studio, it's all over the place, you know? So kind of juggling both worlds, like being an artist, but also being kind of that like businesswoman that you have to be like putting on the businesswoman jacket and being able to be both people at the same time and just being confident in that and knowing that you can do it and juggle both worlds, but do it seamlessly, I guess. (laughs) So how are you structuring those two worlds at the moment? Yes, I am literally you know, one day painting and then one day just doing computer work, pictures, emails, you know, or or some days it's like I'm painting and then I have to like do both. So it's like being creative and having that, like that serendipitous hand in painting and like making those whimsical pieces but then also having to juggle being like the business mind where you have to stop the creative process because, you know, I have to go do X, Y, and Z in the business world. So that that's kind of my life right now. And then also I'm a mom too. So I have two little girls (laughs) and juggling that as well. So it's all kind of like, it's a beautiful dance. I love the dance, but it can get a little overwhelming sometimes. So I think going back is just creating those lists, creating that schedule, being on that timeline where you have to just say, okay, today I'm going to be doing this today. I'm going to be doing that. And I think just talking with you now is like kind of reinforcing that. And I feel actually a lot better. (laughs) You've got three worlds you've mentioned there. You've got the creativity world where you paint, Mm -hmm. you've got the business world where you've got your business hat on, and you've got the mother world where you've got two kids. Yeah. And you mentioned that it's a dance that you're doing and you like the dance, but you need lists to, let me get this straight, to separate the worlds, is that it? Or to make them work effectively? Exactly. You put the knee on the head. Yes. 
So if we have a magic wand, how would you like this dance to go? What's the perfect dance for those three characters? Ooh, the magic wand. I'd have to just think for like one second. The interruptions are very hard for me too, because a lot of the days I work from home and the magic wand is where I could literally just have time blocks, let's say certain hours in the day, like just to dedicate to painting or just to get dedicate to computer work or just to dedicate. Well, usually, you know, obviously in the morning and like later on in the evening, I have my mom hat on, but I wish I could just kind of really keep those time blocks like in like a kind of like a sacred formula where I could just dedicate like four hours to painting or, you know, four hours to computer work. I I just not have the world's mixing so much because right now it's kind of like a whirlwind, like everything is mixing like back and forth, back and forth, which is great. And I'm so thankful and I'm so happy, you know, that, that I can juggle all of these things all at once. But if, like you mentioned, if I did have that magic wand, it would just be to be able to block those like time slots just for painting, just for business, just for, you know, family. So that that's definitely a really great help (laughs) to think about that in that way. Let's dream big here. Imagine you've got no restraints, no financial restraints or anything. What do you need to do to separate those worlds out and to have those blocks? Hmm. I guess just be a little bit stronger in my voice, maybe as well, like, and to have more hands, you know, to be able to help me do what I need to do as well. Like to have like that team would be beautiful, you know, because then I can have you know, while I'm painting, I could have somebody, you know, doing the photographs and inventorying and things like that. That would be a huge benefit for sure. What's stopping you from getting that done at the moment? Yeah, I guess it's just my own self, you know, those like limitations that we put in our subconscious, you know, from childhood, you know, whatever it is, we just think like, you have to really break out of that. You you really have to just think bigger in order to achieve those goals. And if, you, if you're never going to think it, it's never going to happen. So I think you just bringing this up right now is helping me like kind of like put that little like seed in there to start growing. So you mentioned more hands. Mm-hmm. Am I getting you right in thinking you're talking about, say, an intern or someone to help you do that? Exactly. What options have you got there? Well, I'm sure I can, you know, put out a kind of feeler out there. I also have to be mentally prepared too, because then I have to, you know, think about like having to like direct someone at the same time as well, because I can't just have someone come here and then <laughs> not be able to like tell them exactly what they need to do. I'd have to definitely like be there mentally, which is part of this whole process, I guess, as well. I guess it's just my own like self-limitations that are stopping me at this moment in time. Okay. I love empowering people when I do these coaching sessions. My job is to break down those barriers or to help you break them down yourself. Right. So do you have a pen and a piece of paper to hand? Yes, I do actually. So I invite you to write down what you need to do to get those extra hands, like the practical steps and a timeline of when you would do it ideally, including that bit you mentioned just there, the mental blockage, how are you going to get rid of the mental blockage and actually get in a mindset where you can delegate to people? Right, right. 
this is what I do actually a lot of the time, like when I'm feeling like self-doubt or anything like that, or I feel like I need like that extra bit of like motivation. I just start writing. That's great. I never thought about to write in the terms of like this, this kind of coaching. I never thought of that. So that's, that's actually really nice. So can you just repeat that, that last thought? You mentioned if you mm-hmm. had the magic wand and you had yeah. no limitations, you want an extra pair of hands. Mm-hmm. And you said you'll get the feelers out there. Mm-hmm. So I invite you to write down the practical steps you'd need to actually get the feelers out there. What do you need to do? The practical steps. Okay. Yeah. Well, first I'd have to find, I'd have to figure out how I can manage by managing the, as well as the salary, the scheduling as well, scheduling, scheduling. And like the days of the week, like which days of the week would they uh, as well come, you know, because it wouldn't probably be every day, Mm -hmm. um, days of the week. I think that's like the main four points for sure. So the managing, the salary, the scheduling, the days of the week. Salary, scheduling for the days of the week. Mm -hmm. And to actually get them on board, what would you need to do? Yeah, the incentives. Finding that needle in a haystack, somebody who I kind of like gel well with. That's also, I think that's also a huge part of it, you know, because you can't just have anyone, you know, it's like you bring another person in and they have to have, they have to share kind of that same like creative way. And like, just, you have to get like on the same boat kind of, and the energies, you know, that's also like, also when you're an artist too, it's like when you have the energies, like the outside energies kind of coming in, like, I like to paint like in my zone, like alone. (laughs) So I think that's a huge block for me because I'm so used to being alone. I'm going to give you an interesting observation. Mm -hmm. At the start, when I invited you to think about bringing someone in, Mm -hmm. I had to kind of invite you even more to think about the steps to bring people in. But every time I do, you're giving me things that are going to block you from bringing that person in. So the one you just said there is you like being by yourself. You're bringing someone into the own, into your world. Right. You have to gel with them as opposed to, oh, I need to do this, this, and this to find the right person. And then I interview them. And if I like them, that's fine. If I don't, that's okay. So you mentioned you're living in your own world. What else is standing in the way from you actually blocking yourself from achieving what your ultimate goal wants to be of freeing up the time where you can actually devote to your art? Oh my gosh, this is getting deep, huh? (laughs) (laughs) I never realized that before, you know, it's like, because you're living every single day doing whatever it is that you're doing. And then you never like put two and two together about that. So that's very interesting. I have to, I have to like meditate on that. (laughs) Mm, I have to find definitely. peace with that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously coaching, we can't rush it. So a lot of this is to help you think after the session about these questions. Yeah, it's kind of like peeling out the onion, you know, peeling the layers. So I feel like a big layer of the onion has been peeled. <laughs> I think just always go back to what your goal is. So if the goal is to free up time, mm-hmm. Then the next answer is to stop these blocks. 
that you're putting in front of yourself. If the answer is actually no, I want to be by myself for the rest of my life and work like this and I'm happy with the dance, that's the answer. Yeah. I feel like this has been such a huge help for me because I didn't even realize that about myself. I didn't even realize like, <laughs> so thank you. Thank you for allowing me to recognize that about myself and the dance and the, you know, the, the hats and, and all of that. I, I just always thought like, okay, this is my life. You know, this is how it is. And I never really categorized it or I never really like said, okay, this is what I'm doing. But when you're talking with someone, it really helps to, to realize, like, take a bird's eye view from your life and, and see what's going on because otherwise you're just living your life and it's like, boom, 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 boom. And you'll never take a, a breath and, and, and look down and see, okay, how can I improve X, Y, and Z? So I'll give you a visualization coaching tool now then. So we've got a time machine. And we're fast forwarding to this conversation five years in the future. What is that world looking like for you? Your ideal world where everything's in place? To have a large studio, like a very big space, very, very, very big space, lots of windows and have one or two people helping me, like we were mentioning, and, you know, being able to make the logistics of all of my work simple to quantify everything, make it simple. And, you know, just helping me with the photographs, like we were mentioning, the categorizing everything, cataloging everything, putting everything online and being able to, to take some of that pressure off. And I think that would be like a huge sigh, like sigh of relief for me. So that's definitely like where I see myself, you know, God willing in five years from now. So large studio space, massive space, large windows, two people helping out with the day-to-day cataloging, photographing, PR. Yes. And what are you doing every day? Hopefully painting. Okay. You wake up, what happens? You know, well, obviously I'd be with my family, but then I'd come to the studio and be able to separate the, the worlds a little bit stay there from, you know, nine to whatever, three, four o'clock work, come home, be there five o'clock, four o'clock, and just have family time, like separate the worlds a little bit. So your separation is you're devoting your daytime to the art. Exactly. You're devoting the mornings and the evenings to your family. Yes. The business is not you because that's not where your passions are. You're going to outsource that to someone else. I mean, I still would like to have my hands in there a little bit, but, you know, doing most of like the, the technical stuff, you know, it's like so, it's like so much, you know, to take pictures. I mean, I love it. I love doing it when you're growing and you're trying to reach a a bigger scale, you need to have, I think an extra pair of hands to, to help you do all of that because then otherwise, when are you going to have time to paint? I would love to just have someone be able to take that like pressure off a little bit and help me with that. So you've answered your own question then. Mm-hmm. You've created this world where you're by yourself, but you've just answered that by saying that's not feasible if you want to grow. It's not feasible. Yeah. Mm. So the next step is how do I break my mental block of stopping someone coming into my world and changing my mindset of how do I bring them in and how do I delegate to them? 
and being okay with it. And, and just, I think mentally just being okay with the fact that that would eventually happen and accepting it. And then because I'm like welcoming that, I think it will eventually be able to manifest perhaps. Yeah. So it's all about acceptance and welcoming, you said. So it's changing your mindset and making it a bit broader and open to welcome people into this world that you've created yourself. Because it sounds like a very safe world that you've created now. And it's almost opening up a part of you, it seems as well. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. What else is blocking people from joining that space, do you think? I think because as well, I'm like, I have like, as I mentioned, the world's going on, like family world. You know, I'm kind of like, I'm still in in this shell <laughs> of like family, you know, art, business, all mixed in one. And I haven't broken out of that shell yet. And I need to, I need to just give it some time. And I think it will, I think over time it will happen. I'll slowly like accept it. And if I, you know, obviously I have to really like want it. You have to really want something in order for anything to happen. So I think, I think at the right time it will happen for sure. Are you brave enough to give me a timeline now? I would like to have it happen sooner than five years, like at least a year, two years for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Are you willing to write that down? Yes, I will write it down. Have my studio and help by 2023, no, 2024, 2025. What's the rationale for having it a two year stint from now? I just feel like five years is too long. <laughs> and to what extent is two years too sh too long as well? What's stopping you from doing it, say, tomorrow? Well, just logistically, you know, finding, obviously, we all, we all, like, have to, like, we start going to our, like, logical mind, like, okay, well, how's that going to happen? You know, I'm going to have to, like, break away so quickly. Like, I don't think I'm ready now. I think that's what it is. I think I'm still, I'm still in my little bubble here. And I'm okay with it right now. But I think realistically, it's going to have to change soon, sooner than later, for sure. So when I'm not here, who have you got to get you accountable to that vision? I would say my husband, you know, just talking with him as well. He's a huge part of the whole Cindy Shaul, I would say brand. He really helps me a lot, like in so many different ways, like he's kind of like behind the scenes. So I would definitely go to him to bounce some ideas off and uh, kind of help those seeds grow and nourish them and, and get them watered the right way. And, and hopefully we can be on the same page as well and know that that can be a dream that we can both do together. So for sure. So if I summarize our conversation today, your original goal is how to balance the three parts of your lives, the art, the business, the mother side. And you mentioned that it's a dance and you're in the dance now and you really enjoy it, but you realize it's not sustainable. Exactly. And we looked at ways how to make it sustainable and you realize you need to bring someone in, or one or two people in. Mm -hmm. But there's a, there's a slight barrier there because you've created the safe space for yourself and you're questioning, I need to get the right person. Uh, we looked at practical ways of bringing those people in. Mm -hmm. And then we did a forward vision of five years in the future. And you've got this beautiful big studio, lots of big windows, two people helping you out. 
you're devoting your whole day to art, mornings and evenings are to your family. So you recognize to get there, you do need help. And the stage we're at now, it seems that you need to ponder this and actually envision this and see how it will work in practice, because this is a new sudden thought that you've not really thought about before. And you're going to discuss this with your husband, who's been a huge supporter and a big part of your brand. And you need to have him on this journey as well and probably bounce ideas from him as well. Absolutely. You just summarized it perfectly. (laughs) So what's your key takeaway from our conversation today, Cindy? Is having that confidence and the vision and to really grasp all of those notes that you just made and know that it's okay. It's okay. I don't have to have the studio right this minute. It's okay. I'm I'm still happy. I'm still able to juggle everything. And when the time is right, it will happen. And I will make sure of it. I will dream about it. I will sit down and write about it. And I know that eventually it will happen at the right time. Is there anything else you'd like to discuss today, Cindy? Is there anything else? I'd love to know like more about you, but I will... I will Google you. <laughs> <laughs> we can have an offline chat. This session's about you. It's all about you today, Cindy. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm sure everybody knows of your story and, and uh, how you've come to where you are. And I just wanted to say thank you for really helping me see my vision and clearly summarize it in such a beautiful way. So I really appreciate it. And I really thank you for taking the time to do this. Oh, no, thank you, Cindy. Thanks ever so much. I'm sure on behalf of the listeners who are probably struggling with the same issues that you're struggling with and just opening up and sharing a big part of you today. Sure. Oh, I hope this helps lots of people. And I hope everybody has the confidence, you know, to kind of go dig deep and and not be afraid and bring up all those those scary thoughts and write it down because writing it down helps. It really does. Has a lot of power. So I hope everybody goes after their dreams too. Thank you, Cindy, for joining the Plus Future podcast. Of course. Thanks so much for having me, James. That was one of those sessions where the coachee needs time to process the big aha moments. For Cindy, she never realized that she was caught up in what seemed to be a pretty hectic lifestyle. She saw that to get out of it, she needs to delegate. But the thought of opening up her private artistic world worried her. The key for coaches like Cindy is never lose sight of the ultimate dream and ask yourself, what do I need to get there? And what internal barriers do I need to demolish in order to get me there? Thank you for joining the Plus Future podcast. Until next time.